if I ever run the Grim Reaper or like this devilish creature that needs to drag someone to hell in any of my games, he's going to have that accent. And that he's going to be one. going down the river, the river of sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common misconception. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Hades, he, he got the river sticks, but um, but no, no, the, the real river is actually, it's just sticks. Drew, I think this is the perfect opportunity for me to put you in the hot seat. Ooh. You weren't here last week. I was so not. I was not. I want to hear your thoughts on different settings that we, uh, like, di- what, what Zach and I talked about last week on the show was the different settings that you can go through. It was a very uh, fun episode. I'm sure you'll have a great time listening to it back uh, in a couple of weeks. But we talked about Eberron, Dragonlance, Ravnica, like, you name it, we talked about it a little bit. Spelljammer, you know, all of them, Forgotten Realms. But... I want to hear your thoughts on some of your favorite settings. You can talk about Tal'Dorei, talk about Strixhaven, whatever, whatever you got in your mind about settings. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm be honest with you guys. I have I have no idea what to think anymore. There is there's so much content out right now for D and D that I'm I'm never going to be able to scratch the surface if they put nothing else out starting right now. Okay. I've seen I've seen a few settings. Uh, of course, I'm a, a massive fan of the Forgotten Realms themselves. I have no clue what the map looks like of Forgotten Realms. I've been to, I feel like, most of it at this point after playing for so many years. No. Not even close. You've been oh. into the Sword Coast. Oh, this is where this is why it gets so stressful because everyone around me right now in our in our party and my buddies here that play D anD D, everyone is beyond excited to go to to Spelljammer into you know the mysterious space setting or to Eberron this steampunk adventure. I still, I am excited too. Let me be very clear. I am extremely excited, and that's all I want to do. It's all I've been thinking about is space hamsters and giant monkeys made of gears. Because why not, right? But there's so much I haven't seen in Forgotten Realms. I am, I am ready to step out with the rest of my party, but I'm very afraid. I'm afraid to to miss out on anything I haven't seen uh, in the Forgotten Realms, similar to uh, Seth's playstyle in Elden Ring. Uh, there's always going to be something around the corner that I might have missed, and I'm going to see a clip, or I'm going to hear someone telling a story about their D&D game where I didn't go there. Oh, I didn't go to Skullport and experience the the crazy pirates or the Xenorim that want to kidnap me and then take all my money, right? I'm still very afraid, but going forward, this next stepping stone of our adventure into Spelljammer is going to be awesome. Extremely excited. I get to be a plasmoid. (laughs) Plasmoids are awesome, and plasmoids are a really good example of what a lot of these settings have to offer now, Uh, just jumping through a few of them, because all these settings, they don't just offer towns. They don't just offer a single solitary place, they offer new classes, new types of people, new cultures, new uh, environmental hazards, all these different things that you can experience, right? Uh, jumping into to Eberron, we've touched on it a little bit before, right? Where Zach was running, uh, well, Eberron for us. <laughs> I think we did about five, maybe six sessions. And the ambiance of this place is not what I not what I expected to love, by the way, but the ambiance of this new setting is incredible. It's one of the things that really drives me to want to try Dragonlance, or I think I think uh, Greyhawk, or even Rime of the Frostman. I think Rime of the Frostman may be in a different setting. No, it's Forgotten in Forgotten Realms. Realms. It's in oh. it's in uh, Icewind Dale, which is where Brinchander is. Oh, but see, I just jumped through four different settings, and I did not know that whole module was still in the same place that I've been exploring for four years. This is it's it's ridiculous. But overall, all the settings coming out are are mind blowing to me. 
Um, and I really can't wait to play all of them with you guys. So let me set your mind to ease a little bit. Okay. Because we are going to explore Eberron, which I think might become my favorite setting after we're done with it. Um, we are going to explore the Spelljammer stuff, which will let us go between settings if we feel like it. But as far as uh, like running modules and campaigns and stuff go, if if one is written in the Forgotten Realms, it's going to take place in the Forgotten Realms. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me take Rhyme of the Frostmaiden and make it happen in Eberron. Mm, I'm not going to do okay. that. I'm going to still run it as written in the forgotten realm setting because i think it's simple like it's one it's simple and i already know a lot about it so i don't have to like super think hard about like okay well there's supposed to be 10 towns where 10 towns in eberron that makes sense for this Mm -hmm. to take place in right um and i like that rule of of not necessarily uh transmuting the environment to a a different kind of canon setting me and zach talked about a little bit on in the car on the way over here where we love the you know the outlier worlds like the steampunk Eberron. It's very very different. It almost makes you want to come back to Forgotten Realms after yes. a while because you want to go back to you know your your home base, right? But once you get too far out there, maybe with some purely homebrew worlds or uh, maybe a, a world like Greyhawk where it's modified to a certain extent. So taking the canon Greyhawk and then changing it to a certain way, it almost seems fake. It feels like a, like an alternate version of D anD D, like I'm playing a different game. Yeah, I feel that. I mean, it's like playing Pokemon Five E or the Mass Effect skin over it. It's like you're you're in a different world. Um, something I am excited for is I I have been reading a lot on different settings. Um, granted, you know, since I am going to be running one at Eberron, um, and things like things like Dragonlance do excite me because it's you're set in a world at war and it's written to be a world at war, and that's really exciting to me is to is to play through that and understand what it's like to to run in a campaign where okay one dragonlance is heavily involved with the dragons like uh, monarchy wise and power power scale wise like they they communicate and they like you know what you're getting into um with that setting and um i'm in and they also have i believe it's called the shadow of the dragon queen campaign that goes along with it that's in that's written inside that book in the setting and i'm interested to read that and see what it's all about because um that might be something i take ideas from maybe not run fully but we'll see i feel like you have to take ideas from all these things if you don't what could you possibly be missing out on like all these different ideas it's just ridiculous the idea that now going back in Forgotten Realms, but I can't play a really cool Warforged. Like, come on, I gotta play a cool Warforged. I, I have to go back to that sometime, you know. Well, and, and that's the thing about some of these settings too. It's um, it's tough when they release like a new setting book uh, with all these fun new races, and it's like, oh, well, I really want this thing to fit in here. Um, but like, we didn't have plasmoids running around in Storm King's Thunder, so like, we can't have plasmoids running around now. <laughs> Right, and I made it make sense in in terms of Forgotten Realms because I was like, well, it's been thirty years. New people have been discovered, or like, and or evolved, and uh, come here from the Feywild or different worlds. You know, po- things happen in those thirty years, so it's been thirty years. And new people are here, and the the um, landscape is different. So that's kind of how I made it make sense last time, and. Um, we talked about it in the last episode how I was like, I'm interested in having like Gif and Hadazi exist in Eberron because they are the most like typical spacefaring bunch. Um, and it makes sense to me that they that some of them may have made their way and traveled to Eberron and been like, eh, I'm just going to stay here. Right. It, you can make it make sense no matter what. 
Um, and, and even if you're you're in one of those campaigns where it's like, oh, yeah, I want to limit the races super hard, and, and it's just humans and elves and dwarves, and that's it, um, you could still have a player show up and say, well, uh, I would like to be a dragonborn, and you say, okay, you're the only dragonborn. <laughs> Uh, the, the the first dragonborn we've seen in thousands of years, and you've yeah you know, that that makes your first of all your player feel really special because you're like ooh uh, I you know I've, I'm this special prophesized person or whatever, um, but also uh, then you have just a great uh, gateway into any and all role play because everyone's gonna be like what are you <laughs> well and. Uh, that's a good point because if you guys have watched any of uh, season three of Critical Role, um, Fresh Cut Grass, also, which is um, <laughs> which is Sam Regal's character, uh, and you, let me tell you, it does it does grow on you. Where oh, that's a name, like Fresh I, Cut Grass. His name is Fresh Cut Grass. Some yeah. of them call him. Some of them call him FCG. Some of them just say letters. Um, like yeah, one of the characters literally just goes, "All right, letters, come on." Uh, but then some <laughs> characters always say Fresh Cut Grass. And that's that's his name, and he plays a what they call an automaton. Uh, so he's like a small robot that are known in um, Matt Mercer's setting, and except most of them are just robots. Like they operate on their programming and do what they're said. They don't have emotions. They don't have feelings. He's the first one that, for some reason, has feelings, and so he's getting he's grasping that. And getting through that, and like it literally every time an NPC interacts with them, and they're like, "How much can I buy him for?" <laughs> and they're like, "No, he's not for sale. He's a person." You know? Can you imagine everywhere you go, someone's like, "Can I buy your your friend?" No, absolutely not. No, you you can't have him. <laughs> Only in Thay. <sighs> in Thay, is that what happens in Thay? Uh, I don't know, it's slave trade or something. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, I think I think that uh, it does bring up opportunities for those things to come along. Like, oh. There is a plasmoid here. That's weird. Or like, oh, I'm the first civilized Thrycreen in the Forgotten Realms. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Where that's where it gets really interesting though because like what we're talking about with our new new campaign coming up is we want one of our characters to be what we're calling grounded, right? So this character that's from the Forgotten Realms in some way and the rest of the party is going to be from Spelljammer, you know, outer space, or some strange planet, some sort of space drifter or something like that. And so it lets everybody try these new races in this new this new environment, but in the same sense, we still have that one character kind of bringing us back home to base that lets everyone else feel special, different, and have a different kind of experience at the table. Anyways. So on another topic, um, we're in a really cool studio right now, and I want your guys' general thoughts because I worked really hard on this, and I just want to hear you guys talk about it. <laughs> well, I have been looking at this mini on my right for a little while. Which I'm one? Curious, this little water elemental. I am kind of wondering the the mouth feel of this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure because <laughs> it's very watery. It's got like a lot of weird grooves and ridges to it. I wonder if it might it might taste good. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love the uh, the setup of minis. I want to see them all up on the shelves yeah. too, and uh, and that kind of stuff. Um, like you said uh, earlier in the the full episode, uh, it is like it's in between. So I want to see it with the lights. I want to see it with the, the the TV on with someone on the screen and just a bunch of bunch of bells and whistles. But um, I do like the idea that this is this is the space, you know? Right. Like this is the space we're gonna have a door tomorrow. <gasps> no, so, wait, a door? Yeah. So we'll actually have a door on uh, over there, so it won't feel as like open open aired. 
um, which will be nice. There'll be a door there. These curtains are really thick. So, you know, this will be a nice closed off space. We get to play D&D every week. I am going to be making uh, YouTube content coming up as as a, a DM. And uh, now I can work on more podcasts in here, too, which is going to be very, very fun. This is sick. In case I haven't uh, put forth enough uh, oomph into my, my voice yourself, this is mm-hmm. awesome. Like, Thank very you. cool. Thank you. I am extremely Wait, excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, want, I want all of you guys to think about this, right? Just a, a few months from now, we have... Uh, or whatever that table is coming in. Yeah, yeah. A big, cool gaming table, right? This this room, totally customized D&D-wise, right? Flashing lights. We got the minis. We have everything. We have TVs for our friends that, that remote in, right? All of the bells and whistles, right? Do you guys think we would be having our dream D&D set up four or five years ago? Like, is this something that you even would have pondered as something we, we would have gone or no? Um, I can tell you that before I moved in here, I did not think that, uh, I would ever get anything like this. And then, uh, I literally just brought it up with the, the other people that live here and the other people that live here, Eric's, um, and was like, can I take this room and make it into something? And they were like, we don't really know. Like, we're not really sure about that. And I was like, okay, well let's try Like, can I though? Uh, and then, uh, got them to agree to it. It works. It's cool. And you painted yeah, and I uh, I painted today, like literally today. I was I was supposed to paint Friday, and then my uh, my grandma and I were like, Grandma Eric, um, <laughs> we were like, you know, we got a couple hours. You want to just go to Lowe's and get the paint? And I was like, sure. And so we came back and we painted the whole room. Oh, gosh. Oh, you know what? Oh, I can't. Oh, it's gonna bug me. I can't remember the guy's name. The there was a guy who had wrote in a few weeks ago, maybe it was a month or two ago, uh, saying that gamer? he. I don't think it was good old gamer. I think it was it was a, another gentleman, but he wrote in and he said he imagined just kind of like sitting in front of a fire or like in our office around this table, calling you out right now. We are around a table, a real table right now, not just in our bedroom. This is our official office. Yeah. So thanks for putting it out in the world. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Well, um, I think what's next is yeah, we definitely got to get a good camera set up to where we can we can put video and put it out on, on our YouTube channel. So that way, okay. Every single episode is videoed and out. I think what I'm going to have to do is set up um, OBS on my computer, plug this interface into the computer so I can just record on OBS. Audio automatically goes through. So it's all synced no matter what. We just record the whole video, cut out the MP3 file, done. Um, oh, God. I I know I keep saying I'm excited about all these settings, but I'm more excited about the setup though. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I've got to start getting to work on... What I'm going to be doing, I already said I'm going to make my Witch.com video. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then I'm just going to talk about stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to get working on that. And yeah, it's it's really exciting to have a space for D&D. Like the fact that everybody's going to come here. I mean, including me because I have to drive for work. Uh, everybody's going to come here Saturday and Sunday this week. And we are just going to hang out and play D&D in this room for like five or six hours. It's going to be great. I have an extra driving buddy now. I'm used to driving one of our players home afterwards, but now I have two players to be in the car with. It's going to be exciting. It's like a little party afterwards. Are you still going to have to pick Chase up and bring him here? I mean, I I guess. I don't know. I I assume so. (laughs) But it's like a full-on party. We can have someone ride in the back. We have all the windows open, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Just I mean, okay, think about it, though. Since there's three of us, it's like a whole thing. So on the way home, what we do is we leave the driveway, we roll a D20 and speed away. So the next week we come back, and those are my portents that I start with. 
Oh my that's gosh. how the session is going to go. Yeah, Drew, you're just going to leave your dice out yeah. in the driveway? Yeah, in the road. It'll be perfect. I'll be thinking all week about what I rolled. And Seth and can be like, oh, I was at a 20. Yeah, no, definitely. Who would pick it up? Who would pick up my D20? Any animal that walks by. I would. Why would an animal pick up a D20? A shiny bird might just fly down. Or like a bird might see some, A shiny bird specifically <laughs> will fly down and eat the D20. I would feel so bad if it, <laughs> it ate my D20. Die. I mean, it would be a crit, so I guess it would probably go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening to our wonderful post-show patrons. Goodbye. Thank you so much. Good- goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.